Summer now is 610 on this lovely Wednesday morning. We've got some light rain going on out there right now. 57 degrees looking for high today, 69. Looks like that's going to be our uh, last time we're going to see temps like that. Maybe for a while. Dropping into the 40s by uh, tomorrow. But we got all your weather details coming up in just a little bit. First up, though, if you have little kids. Oh, I got. <laughs> Sorry, no, I, I changed seats on you, Gene. Yeah. It's okay. You're not used to it yet. Um, if you have little kids, I don't know if you're going to want them to hear this or not, because if you can't go to this, you're going to probably have some upset children. My kids are out of this stage, so right. I'm good at my house. Yeah, this is real little, little kids are obsessed with this. Uh, Cocomelon Live, JJ's Woo. Journey is coming to Duluth Amsoil Arena. And I have seen on TikTok... Like little tiny kids that can barely talk, they know what Coco Melon is. Oh yeah, <laughs> they just hear that like opening theme and they just like drop whatever they're doing. Yeah, so it's become major streaming platforms like Amazon, Spotify, Apple Music. A set record for consecutive days in the top ten most watched TV show, the number one most watched entertainment brand on YouTube. Coco Melon generates billions of monthly views, 139 million subscribers. That's crazy. So Coco Melon Live, JJ's Journey, becoming to Amsoil Arena in Duluth ahead of the holiday season. Tickets will be on sale this week. So if you have uh, very little kids, I don't need to say much more than that of right. how excited they would be to go to this. So we got all the details for you. Uh, the actual show is November 4th. <clears throat> so uh, we got all the details for you and how you can get tickets and all the info <laughs> on our website at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. And it always like blows my mind. When I see these shows, you know, these new shows that happen. Yeah. And it's like, how do they come up with this? This is genius. I, you know, my, my childhood was Blue's Clues. Right. You know, Blue's Clues <laughs> do, Weekend too. Didn't they switch guys on that show? Listen, and we don't need to upper? talk about it. We don't need to talk about it. All right. <laughs> well, I didn't watch it, but I just know that there was some kind of. There was th- three different Steves. And then Steve's cousin at one point. I don't know. <laughs> Did they? So they just acted like it was the same Steve. I'm I sure. think so. I, it's been a long time since the switch happened. Do you remember as a kid if you're like, hey, that's the same Steve? I stopped watching. Oh, okay. Yeah. You take my Steve away. My eyes are gone. That's it. Little yep. nugget. That's right. Ian going, Lost my viewership. Mom, I can't watch Blue's Clues anymore. It's a different Steve. Mm-hmm. So uh, Kokomon Live, JJ's Journey, coming to Duluth. That's exciting stuff. Stick around. We've got an information update with WDAO next on Mix 108. Time right now is 628. Do you smell food cooking or is that just me? No, no, it's not. Well, Gene, you're having a stroke. Oh, nice. Just kidding. What do you smell? It smells like there's food cooking. Oh, that's my cologne. <laughs> it's called Chef. <laughs> it's called Chef. Hey, everybody. It's Ooh. Chef. Uh, from South Park. I'm not going to say his little line because it's not appropriate. The, um, the part with chocolate? Yeah. And salt? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, carving pumpkins for many is the best part of celebrating Halloween, but how did the tradition even start? Do you, do you know this? Do you know the folklore of pumpkins? Uh, it all started with uh, three Sanderson witch sisters. Wrong. Oh, it's not Hocus Pocus? No. Dang it. 
the practice of carving pumpkins actually started in Ireland, where people initially hey. would carve large turnips and potatoes. The name jack-o'-lantern comes from Irish folklore about a man named Stingy Jack. Mm. And when Irish immigrants made their way to the United States, they brought the tradition but started using pumpkins, which were widely available. And the story about uh, Stingy Jack is a really long one. It has to do with the devil and promising this and that. So people in Ireland and Scotland would put these turnips with candles in their windows to keep the devil away and to keep this uh, Stingy Jack away. So that's how it started, of having lights in the pumpkins. Okay. So there you go. A little background for you. Interesting. So if you're somebody, I'm not going to go over all the steps because we've got them online for you at Mix108.com, but also on the Mix108 app. How many times have you gone to the pumpkin patch or you brought your kids and they grab it by the stem and the stem pops off? And then you're like, okay, yeah, not this one because it's all mushy. Or it's got dents in it or discoloration. I like that. Or it's, it's crooked. It's always the parent's fault when the kid grabs it and it drops. Dad, what did you do? I didn't, I didn't even touch the pumpkin. Yep. So they say never grab it by the stem ever because of that exact, that exact thing. And you want to keep the stem. That's important to keep the stem on the, on the pumpkin if you can. But um, there's some pumpkins that are perfect for baking and some that are perfect for carving. Okay. So if you are generally in a pumpkin patch, they'd probably be carving pumpkins. But like, let's say you go see like Farmer Ted on the side of the road. Yeah. Ask him or her uh, or Farmer Teresa if they're uh, baking pumpkins or carving pumpkins. And then they might say to you, well, what do you want? And then if you say carving, they're like, yeah, they're carving pumpkins. <laughs> But uh, one tip I will tell you is uh, make sure to tap your pumpkin. It should have a nice hollow sound. So, how uh, how how much do you tap it, dude? Come on. What? No, this is a serious question. Just so it has a hollow sound. I don't know okay. how many times you'd want to tap it. Can, can you like make a little <laughs> pumpkin beat? <laughs> I got your pumpkin beat right here. Uh, but yeah, and make sure it has consistent coloring, and there's a bunch of a uh, bunch of other ones too. But um, just make sure that you do not grab it by the stem. And I know when I was a kid, my poor dad who had a bad back, I'd always be the kid that picked the world's biggest pumpkin, yep. and it's one I couldn't even lift. And then my dad would be like, "Oh my god, okay." One Halloween when the kids were little, I don't know what our deal was, but we probably had. Up to about 20 pumpkins in our yard. Whoa. Carved. Like, with lights in them, it looked fantastic. I love that for you. Um, Because we had those kits, and I just was, like, on a mission. I was just like, oh, my God, this one's even better. Like, I just kept carving and carving and carving. The the kids, they wore off with them after, like, two pumpkins. They're like, yeah, that's enough. But I just just went crazy. I just, I couldn't stop carving pumpkins. And it looked so cool, and I was so proud of myself and the kids, and just looked so fun. But then, man, the cleanup was absolutely the most disgusting thing ever. I'm like, I am never doing this again. We had slugs in there. They started to rot. Like, I was, like, rolling them into garbage bags, and oh, my God, it was just foul. And so then I, I... Instead of throwing them out, I dragged them all into the woods for deer to eat. I recycled the pumpkins. Okay. Because that's a good thing to do versus just throw them in your garbage can, you know. Um, But, yeah, never do that again. Nope. It's a disgust. And it smelled. And, oh, oh, nope. Can't do it. But uh, if you're just the average person and you're going to carve a couple pumpkins, we got the uh, ideal 
way for you to carve them, for them to last a long time, and to get a good pumpkin. What's That's the good. What's your most favorite carving you have ever done in a pumpkin? Ooh, I did one that was like a Halloween scene. It was kind of like the Headless Horseman. Nice. Yeah, I thought it, was, it turned out pretty good. Like, I think the reason, too, we had so many pumpkins is because I was getting better and better and carving from those designs. Yeah. I think that's what it was that I was just like, that's why I got so obsessed because I'm like, wow, I'm getting kind of good at it. I uh, I just print the um, designs online nice. rather than getting a book now. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite I've ever done was uh, Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that. Like zoinks. Yeah, and then you get that little saw that always ends up breaking off, and you're oh, like, oh, man. But the thing, too, that I was laughing about when I was writing this blog was the fact that you know, back in when I was a kid, we didn't have the kits and the fancy saws and all. I mean, you know, my mom basically handed me like a steak knife. Well, that's what I got. Like, Don't kill yourself. So excited as an adult <laughs> that I can use an actual knife. Right. And I'm like, yes. But I just laugh. I'm like, you can tell I was the fifth kid where my mom's just like, yeah, here you go. You know, I'm like six. Got a huge steak knife standing on top of the kitchen chair, you know, because I have the pumpkin on the table. Yeah. <laughs> Here's here's a knife. We'll draw a little face on there for you to carve. Oh, my goodness. But I survived. Charlie Pooh slate us left and right coming up. Doja Cat 2 and Harry Styles is next on Mix 108. Good morning. Mix 108. The 8. Ian, you're kind of the adventurous type, aren't you? Well, like to you travel? Know, my younger days. Yeah, I, I do love like, to travel. Okay. Well, this, uh, this might be something you might want to do, but it's a little spendy. Viking Cruise Lines has announced that... Uh, in the fall of 2023, they will be sailing from Duluth to Antarctica. In the fall? Of 2023. Yeah, I'm not traveling to anywhere cold in the fall. Like, the, colder than what we have here. The Longitudinal World Cruise will be a 71-day, eight-country, three-continent voyage. 71 days on this ship. Okay. Gee, <laughs> I have a few questions. How am I going to get 71 days off of work? There's that. And I just, I don't, I don't want to be that long out on sea. It will take travelers from the world's farthest inland seaport of Duluth to the world's southernmost city of, I'm sure I'm going to say this wrong, Ishway, Argentina. Sounds good to me. Along the way, there'll be stops in Toronto, Niagara Falls, New York City, Mexico, the Panama Canal, Antarctica, and many more. Tickets for the 7,000-mile voyage start at $50,000. Wow. Tickets start at fifty k. Okay, here's my next question. <laughs> How are you going to pay for it? Yeah. Vikings Cruise Line announced this trip just a week after they launched their Great Lakes Cruises, which also made a stop in Duluth. You're going to start a GoFundMe for me? Yeah. <laughs> How am I going to take 71 days off of work? Send me into Antarctica for 71 days. Yeah, that's definitely a select group of people because the average person... Can't be gone for 71 days. You know, so there's that. But I just think it's cool. It's leaving from Duluth. Yes, that is cool. A a cruise ship leaving from Duluth. That's pretty cool. So um, there you go. Something to to think about. Something on your bucket list, maybe, for those of you that can't take 71 days off of work. Coming up next hour, we've got an information update from WDAO. We've got Ian's Toolbox, too. And uh, Lato, Big Energy. That's all next on Mix 108. Collection of the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mitch 108. What a tool. Opening this bad boy up, the first tool comes from North Carolina after a 
47-year-old was arrested and charged with impersonating a treasurer to sell land that he didn't own. So he was he said he was a treasurer. He actually sold land to another community member, deposited the money in an account he opened up as the quote-unquote treasurer, only to find out that he wasn't actually the treasurer. Oh my god. I can't I I can't wrap my head around how the process actually went through with everything. But uh, he's being held under a $25,000 bond now and charged with forgery of deed slash will obtaining property by false pretense and common law forgery. Oh, my man. That is terrible. There's uh, some uh, chicken incidences that happened in Florida. A brotherly argument over chicken turned violent as one man threw a knife at his sibling. The knife struck the man in the right leg. He is now facing a felony of aggravated battery charge in that incident. And then a woman is also facing a domestic battery charge after throwing a plate of chicken at her boyfriend's face and chest. Jeez. They were apparently eating when they uh, started arguing. She threw the plate at him, and he called the police. Everybody calm down. I know. And then lastly, over in England, uh, the train had to come to a stop when a swan was taking a nap on the tracks. My baby takes the morning train, at least until a swan decides to sleep there. They uh, tweeted out uh, after they got the swan. They put the swan in a bag uh, to get the swan off the tracks and bring it to where the swan needs to be. And uh, they tweeted out (laughs) that... uh, Where is this? Oh, why can't I see it? Oh, if you swan around on the railway, you get the bag. And then they had a picture of the man with the swan. It's not easy to stop a train, so they must have seen that thing way at a time. I know. I mean, that's a big swan. That is a big swan. So, wow. That's going to do it for my toolbox, Gene. Well, good for them. They were able to stop because you hear about that all the time, like cars and stuff that are stalled. Yeah. And they just ram right in them because they can't stop in time. I'm impressed. Thanks for that, Ian. One Republic now. I ain't worried. Mix 108. The Northland's number one hit music mix. Mix 108. Gene and Ian here. And uh, I got to I gotta give Tony props because, uh, first of all, he went and did a little preview of The Haunted Ship. I'm so jealous. Which is a really cool thing to do. I've done it a couple times. And I'll tell you what. They treat you right, man. They take you to places that you're just like, well. So he was able to get a few photos. I mean, they have to be careful. They don't want to give everything away. But I'm telling you. As many times as I've been on the haunted ship, they've they really outdid themselves this year. Like this, it is crazy. Some of the special effects. I'm pumped. My favorite is the. Um, it looks like a cave. Yes. So it's at the top of the steps. That's what I was gonna say. And man, you gotta really. I mean, they have they have lots of lights and stuff, and there's some railings. But I'm telling you, if you get on those steps, be very very careful. Watch your step because. I can see it. It's kind of dizzying a little bit. Well, and the fact that you're in a ship, but then all of a sudden you feel like you're in a cave, like they kind of outdid themselves this year. That's amazing. I love the I love uh, where Tony talks about tight spaces because he says uh, one of the elements of the haunted ship uh, is the great effect of tight spaces. You may want to avoid the haunted ship if you're severely claustrophobic or have a large body type. 
because you will experience some small doorways Ooh. and other small space gimmicks throughout the attraction. What if you get stuck? Like honestly, what if what if somebody gets stuck trying to get through that? Well, there was there was last year. There was a very like this. Uh, I I don't even know how to explain it, but it was like a a vacuum. That, you know, like those inflatable arm men. Yeah. You know, but they were like on both sides. Yeah. And very tight, and you had to like walk through it. Push your way through. Oh yeah, it was crazy. It's like you're being born. Well, I was gonna say that, but I wasn't sure if I can say that. Well, and, I just did. Oh, there it is. <laughs> no, but they um. The thing that's great, too, and what people may not know, is that um, a lot of times they go to conferences uh, to learn from other haunted attractions. They, I love they that. go um, haunted places that have closed. They go and purchase items from them. Mm-hmm. They put a lot of research into this, and they start, like, in June, June, July, to get stuff ready. This isn't just an overnight thing, a real, quickly thing, right. real quick thing. Uh, so the haunted ship opens this weekend. I believe I think it's oh, starts tomorrow night. Hang on, let me look. Here. Thursday, October sixth. Yep. So tomorrow night is yeah. the opening, and then uh, of course goes all the way through the month of October. And they're still looking for uh, people if you want to participate in the haunted ship. Uh, all the details are online at mix one hundred eight. Go scare people, Gene. I scare people just on a regular basis. I don't need to be in the haunted ship to do it. People just turn around and go what. My God. But uh, good job, Tony. You did a, It's a really, really cool blog, so check it out at Mix108.com and uh, the Mix app. Uh, really, really cool pictures. So check it out. Honey Chip opens tomorrow night. Oh. Kid Leroy with Justin Bieber on the way. Nikki Yor and Harry Styles is next on Mix108. Can I get this? Time right now is 7.32, and uh, don't forget, starting on Monday. Wait, wrong mic. There we go. Oh, that's okay, Gene. Still getting used to it. Starting on Monday, Ian and I are going to give you a chance to win Ed Sheeran tickets. Ooh, my boy. Now, the show's not going to be until this summer, but tickets go on sale next week, and we're going to give you a chance to win them before you can buy them. That That's starts right. on Monday. You're welcome. It's all part of his mathematics tour. Just released his dates for his North American tour, kicking it off in Texas on May 6th. And then uh, in August, he's going to be in Minnesota. So pretty we exciting. We even got the Tony stamp of approval for the idea of how we're giving the tickets away. All right. Boy, that's I know. not easy to do. I know. When I told him, he's like, you know, actually, that's 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 a pretty good idea. I'm like, <laughs> woo, go us. Right. Uh, tickets um, go on sale to the public October 14th. However, again, the Mix One Eight Morning Show, Ian and I, will give you a chance to win tickets starting on Monday, October 10th. So listen between 6 and 9 for your chance to score some tickets for what should be a fantastical show. And uh, Ian's got more details about the show and uh, some of the opening acts. He's got all that for you online at Mix108.com, so make sure to uh, check it out. Uh, coming up in just a couple minutes, we're going to talk about Skyline Parkway. Got some bad reviews. Uh, they're pretty brutal, but... Um, they're not lying. <laughs> like it's it's pretty accurate, right? That's really stuff you can make up. But uh, we'll uh, go over some of them, not all of them, but you can uh, check them out. Uh, in the meantime, at mix108.com and also on the mix108 app, we've got glass animals on deck. Louis Capaldi too, and Post Malone is next on mix108. Mix108, the forty-nine, and uh, in compiled a list of bad reviews. Of Skyline Parkway. I just, I love bad reviews in general, just seeing other people's point of view. And, you know, sometimes, yeah, it's a bad day. Sometimes it's legit. 
And sometimes it is legit. And other yeah. times it's just like, I think you're too picky. But hey, Skyline is dubbed by the city as one of Duluth's treasures. Of course, it showcases the city from end to end with some pretty great views of our beautiful city and Lake Superior. There's also overlooks along the way so people can get the most out of their views. Well, there was some negative feedback, so here's some of the worst reviews that I found on TripAdvisor. Fog. Red Green said, Being a first-time visitor, we were excited to see the skyline. Maybe it was timing, but fog was there our whole trip. And that totally sucks because, yep, if there's fog, you're not going to get a great view when you're up high. Yeah, we had our wedding at Anger Tower, and it was foggy. Oh, And we had people in from out of town, and I was like, it really is a nice view down there, but... Oh. See, I think the fog looks cool. Well, but you couldn't even see the lake. Like, it was bad. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. fair. Um, here's one that has some fantastic views, but the signage is too small and not placed well ahead. The major intersections and emerging roads are hard to navigate, but the views from the two overlooks we found were fantastic and very panoramic. We missed the Anger Tower entrance because we did not see a sign to it. Oh. I agree 100%. I think that's very poorly marked up there. You know, I guess I don't really pay attention just because I know where everything is. Yeah, no, it's very poorly marked, and there's a lot of zigs and zags, and if if you don't know where you're going, yeah, you could go in the wrong direction. Dan M. wrote, totally disappointed in Duluth. Even though there were some awesome views, again, it was hard to find. Direction signs were covered by unkept brush, and Duluth street names had the habit of changing every few blocks. <laughs> this is a real bummer when you're looking for the parkway halfway up a steep hill. Worst thing was the fact that all the overlooks were filthy with piles of garbage, urine, and other disgusting debris. Whoa, Dan did not have a good experience. How would he know it's filled with urine? It must have smelled. I was going to say, yeah, I mean, unless he just saw, like, you know, wetness, but that could have been, like, water. It, you know, unfortunately, it is kind of a dumping ground up there, and that's really sad. <sighs> I I hate seeing that anywhere. Um, but so there you go. I mean... You know what? Hey, the the powers that be for the city of Duluth, pay attention to that kind of stuff. Right. Poor signage. There's garbage. Can't do anything about the fog. Like, I think that's kind of funny that someone would complain about the fog. Like, how does the city of Duluth have anything to do with that? Right. That's Mother Nature. So I just think that's kind of kind of funny. But, I mean, I guess it's, it's part of it, you know, where you're just like, hey, it would be beautiful, but it was foggy, you know. So that's that's a review on that. If you want I, to like, see- uh, I like some of the usernames, like been there, done that, 777. Sorry. I like the my guy's name, Travel by Frank. Aw. <laughs> and there's Family Dad, 2013. So there you go, something to pay attention to on Skyline. Uh, I guess if you, if you feel so inclined, clean it up. Uh, as far as the the bushes and stuff, that's the city's got to take care of that. But right, yeah, um, don't, don't be cu- cutting the city's bush. <laughs> no, don't be doing that. That's not your responsibility. Uh, coming up in just a couple minutes, we will have an information update plus also your uh, code uh, uh, number, pin number, pin to win, pin to win for the thirty thousand dollar fill up contest that we got going on. We're going to kick it off. For the rest of the day, so you, once you uh, hear that code, enter it on the app for your chance to win. That's all coming up in minutes right here on Mix 108. Here's what's trending. 15 and uh, 59 degrees. Downtown Duluth looking for a high today of 69. But after that, things are going to cool off. <laughs> but big thing uh, going on this weekend. 
in is the uh, Bayfield Apple Festival. Yes. And so uh, Chief Meteorologist Justin Lyles from WDIO gave a Apple Fest uh, weather forecast and looks like it's going to be dry, which is great. That's a huge thing right there. Uh, a little bit cooler, 47 on Friday, then 58 Sunday and 55 or 58 Saturday, rather, 55 on Sunday. But mostly sunny on Saturday and partly cloudy on Sunday. So the main thing is it's going to be dry. It's not going to be raining. And um, it's a perfect thing to do to put on your flannel or maybe light jacket, sweatshirt, and uh, go peruse around Bayfield and get all the delicious stuff that's apple-ish. Can I make a um, terrible confession? You've never been to I've apple. never been. I haven't either. I've been to Bayfield twice in my life. Both times to DJ. I am a big fan of apples. One of these days, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make it there because uh, I love apple cider. I love apple pie. I love apples. I love caramel apples. No, I really want to go. It sounds fun. Yeah, it's. I've it's, just never been able to. I couldn't even imagine the people in that town. I mean, of course, all the real, real retail people are excited yeah. because it's like 75 times the population of Bayfield for this weekend. Um, but it's yeah, it's it's very busy, very See, busy. So. I always, for some reason, plan a trip the same weekend that it goes on every year. Not on purpose; it just happens. Yeah, I've also always wanted to go to the Cheese Curd Festival in Wisconsin. <laughs> cheese Curd Festival. Every weekend's a Cheese Curd Festival somewhere in Wisconsin. I'm telling you what. <laughs> it's always always a good time. So uh, there you go. So that's it's nice to know that uh, if you're heading out to Bayfield this weekend, just. Uh, Prepare. It's going to be in the 50s. You know. Pop quiz, Gene. Yeah. When was Apple Fest established? What year? Ooh, I have no idea. Take a guess. Uh, 1978. Oh, close. 62. Whoa. Yeah, it's been going on for a while. So they're celebrating 60 years. Oh, congratulations. That's awesome. I love that. Coming up in just a couple minutes, we are going to check in with Animal Allies, their pet of the week. Plus, if you're staying in town this weekend, they got the big furball coming up. So, Nicole, I'll give you all the details on that. That's coming up in minutes right here on Mix 108. Well, and uh, currently 59 degrees, looking for a high today of 69. Get some sunshine. Absolutely beautiful out there. Now, remember, temp's going to be dropping starting tomorrow. So you definitely want to uh, get out and enjoy the weather that you can today. Speaking of weather, uh, did you know that there is uh, winemakers here in uh, Minnesota, Ian? What, what, what do you mean winemakers? Like people that there's vineyards in Minnesota. Yeah, I knew that. I didn't think that Minnesota was a big vineyard place, but apparently it is. And uh, for many farmers, drought last year and dry conditions this year have been really challenging for them. But there's one Minnesota crop that thrives in dry weather, and that's wine. Yes. So winemakers say conditions for growing grapes has been almost perfect. Uh, some of the grape harvest last year and this year are vintage. Um, so there's a place called Seven Vines Vineyard. And uh, they said, we ferment and produce everything on site. Everything is made here, bottled here, and labeled here. It's in Washington County celebrating its fifth year. And they're saying that this year will probably be their best year in business. The 2,000-gallon tank will hold 10,000 bottles of wine. Oh, wow. There's a significant amount of product just in the space right here, said winemaker Matt Scott. So a lot has to do with the weather. There's no doubt each year, even though it's drier and warmer, we're actually yielding more high-quality grapes. Jeez. Um, Marquette is a red grape considered the grandson of Pinot Noir. Last year during the drought, the Marquette grape harvest was up 20%. 
So there you go. So if you're a fan of wine, you could buy some delicious Minnesota wine um, because it was perfect growing conditions. I don't like wine. I don't know I'm why, but fan. all I picture is like a big bucket with grapes all up in it and people like stomping on the grapes <laughs> to get the juice out. <laughs> I know that's not the process. Like, well, it was way back in the day. Yeah, oh, it was. There, they, there you go. That's why that, that's what comes to mind. Will you stomp on my grapes to make wine, Gene? Be like, oh, my God, this wine smells like feet. Mm. <laughs> I know, girls, can you imagine? But, uh, yeah, so that's cool. I I mean, I guess I maybe have heard that there's wine companies in Minnesota, but, you know, I always think of, like, California. Oh, think of, yeah. Like, well, that's company. fair. Uh, but uh, so there you go. That's that's cool. That's great to know because what a – that's a tough job is relying on the, on the weather to mm-hmm. – have a living and especially around here where the weather changes in like two minutes in any part of the state. So two minutes, like 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true too. So uh, Minnesota wine, good to go. Hey. Black eyed peas on the way with their latest. Don't you worry. Got some Kate Bush and Harry Styles is next. I'm mix 108. Next 1058. And uh, we're wrapping things up here this morning, but before we go, I think this is really funny because I saw this, I saw this sign on uh, I-35 South, and I died laughing. I'm like, did that say what I think it said? The Minnesota Department of Transportation having a little bit of fun with their seasonal safety message. It says, hocus pocus, watch the road, be sure to focus. Oh. I love that. So uh, (laughs) Lauren's got the story up on our website at Mix108.com and Mix108 app, along with some other uh, funny Signage and stories from the DOT, but hey, it gets your attention. So exactly. that's what it's all about. I always look forward to their messages. Um, so that's it for us. But Ian will be hanging out with you until 10. Sure will. Kicking it off at 9 o'clock. He's got 80 minutes of music, commercial free. Thanks to our friends at Ben Afford. Plus, he's got a, uh, another code pin number. Pin to win, baby. For our uh, $30,000 grand prize uh, Philip contest. And also a uh, like a throwback song. His, uh, his pick. Is going to be fantastic. Always, always good. You're I don't even know where I'm going to go yet, but we're going to figure it out. So that's all coming up in just a couple minutes. We'll be back together tomorrow morning starting at 6 a.m. Have a great day. If you can't get outside, 71 for a high today, and then it's going to dramatically drop in temperature. So if you want to uh, maybe hit the lake walk this afternoon or Ooh. maybe just uh, all of a sudden have a cough, got to leave work because I need to sit out on my deck. And I need you to send me positive vibes as we have playoff kickball tonight. Yeah. Getting the W. I feel it. I hope so. If, s- <laughs> if we win, we got to play a doubleheader tonight. Oh, geez. Yeah. We better go home and take a nap. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Gene said. <laughs> Have yourself a great day. We love you guys. We'll be back tomorrow morning. See ya.